The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome in to this hump day edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Another beautiful day here in Columbia. It's been a great week. Weather-wise, we've had some fantastic outdoor sporting activities. And here on the um, spring break of Murray County Schools, we've gotten a chance to get out to some games early in the afternoon. So that's been kind of nice. Got a lot going on. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a continue to be a great week here uh, for Southern Middle Tennessee sports and beyond. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on WKOM 1017 FM. If you are watching on Facebook, we appreciate it. Make sure to interact with us there, and we will be happy to talk with you. Let you uh, Maybe I should show you our faces. <laughs> oh, how about... Or not. How about, how about that doesn't work? How about we take this out and we put you there? Boom. There's Mo. Good morning. Um, <laughs> Yeah. A lot going on this week, and that just means that we have a lot of stuff to talk about on our show. And I like to have plenty to talk about on this show. It's it's a lot of fun. So thank you guys. If you're watching on Facebook, we appreciate it. If you don't have Facebook, you can find us on sm-tnsports.com. Uh, the website does have um, the show on on it, so you can watch it there. And we appreciate it. What's going on, guys? Y'all having a good day? Having a pretty good one. If I can stay online here. Uh, so that, that yeah, I uh, had a similar issue here a second ago. So there's that. So far, so good so, over here. Hey, kids, keep those fingers crossed. So there we go. Keep those fingers crossed. Mo, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good drive in. Had to drop off the truck this morning. Uh, the old Forerunner it needs some some work, and by work it needs it's probably about eight hundred bucks, uh, and I am not looking forward to paying it. How many bucks? About eight hundred. Oh, okay. I thought you said eight hundred. I'm like, whoa, okay. No, eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. Slight difference. 
Yeah, it's going to be a lot of work. It's it's so funny because it's it's really not a lot when you're talking about you know the parts. It's it's a twenty dollar part that's going to cost me five hundred dollars because they literally have to take the axle apart. Mm-hmm. It's that labor that gets you, gets you every time, gets you every time. But appreciate David at Beechcroft Automotive. He always takes good care of me. So you know, it's good to have a guy. It is nice to have a guy, especially one who you know will treat you right. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday. We were leaving here, Coach Mike, and we mentioned some a term. And you said, well, if you play any kind of sports, you're always a redneck. And today, <laughs> I say I'm at least half one. If, if you attend any kind of sports, huh? <sighs> Apparently, I should have spent some time on the third baseline instead of just on the first baseline yesterday because my left arm and the left side of my neck are burnt pretty bad. Sure, that's not a driver's burn? It's not. Uh, no, it, I, I could feel it yesterday when I was at the ball game. I, I was going, man, I'm going to get burned. <laughs> and <laughs> and and Mo said something when he walked up. He said, man, I love the smell of sunscreen in the, in the morning or in the afternoon. And I was like, yeah, well, I wish I had some. <laughs> but I didn't have any. So, Man, I'll tell you what. The first time I really noticed sunscreen at a sporting event was – I don't know if you remember. You might not have even been here yet, but when um, Beach and Station Camp played a Sunday midday football game, it was um, basically Jalen Hurd versus Josh Malone, and it was on ESPN. I was not here. No. Yeah, and yeah the the sunscreen was. Uh, I mean, it's the first weekend in August, or the first yeah. weekend of football season, which it was, was mid August. Blowing basically. P- plentifully. It <laughs> was. I think if you had been selling sunscreen at the game, you could have made a pretty good amount of money. But um, well, it's not like yeah. you can turn over and adjust your exposure in the in the bleachers or anything. No. So. <laughs> no. Yeah. So you just got to keep putting it on, I guess. But yeah, um, it's it's always fascinating to me to walk into a event like that and that's the first thing you smell the sunscreen well, it was not the first thing i smelled their their dumpster was the first mm. thing i smelled and it was rough uh, it was yeah it was a little rough that was the first time i was like man i'm glad that i still only have about 30 percent of my smell <laughs> still little, ble- little blessings huh? the little blessings yeah that and uh not having to worry about changing diapers that's mm. nice Man, I'm a little tired this morning. Not even sure why. I slept pretty good last night. Who you knows? Got to, got to bed at a decent hour. We did. We got we got plenty of stories up on the website though. We got four stories last night up on the website. Uh had a little basketball action. Mm-hmm. T double C double A. Is that how they say it? Or T C C A A. they they typically say T J C A A. Tennessee Junior College, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> because it's the NJCAA. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how that got it's, confused, but it's, it's a holdover. 
they they at some point shifted from junior college to community college, thus the TCCAA. TCCAA. Yeah. Anyway, TCCAA tournament. Uh, on I will the- tell you that even the website is a little confused because you yes. have to go to TJCCAA, Tennessee Junior and Community College. Yes. I, just I, just Google it. Oh, yeah. It's easier. Much. <laughs> That's what I did. Um, but, yeah, it, I don't know. Gosh. Um, first, it, it was the first round on the west side because there was no play-in game. Uh, it's quarterfinals. Also, the quarterfinals mm-hmm. because there is a championship with the east side that mm-hmm. will be played on Saturday. So, Quarterfinal action, Columbia State took on Vol State, and they got a win. We'll talk about that later on in the show. Um, Southwest Southwest beat Dyersburg, is that right? 90 to 87, so that means... <laughs> Part what? Five? Okay. And we're not sure what went on on the east side. Uh, no. No idea. Um... So there's that. We had that matinee Santa Fe Kalioka baseball game has a story up. You went out to Richland for Richland Mount Pleasant baseball last night. And also there's plenty of recap action in our roundup. So you'll definitely want to pay attention to all of those stories if you want to see how local teams fared and who made the big plays? That's the important part. Yeah. Um, there were some stellar um, pitching performances yesterday. At least two. Yeah. On the baseball side. And we will talk about uh, both of those mm-hmm. on uh, segment three today. We also have Columbia State men's basketball coach Winston Neal in uh, – segment two so coming up soon in the second hour we'll talk a little bit about vanderbilt women's basketball coach stephanie white as she was dismissed or former, former. vanderbilt <laughs> women's basketball coach stephanie white um we'll talk a little bit of masters it starts tomorrow and we're going to visit with virgil herring uh, who is the director of golf at Innsworth and has plenty of professional golf knowledge and of course, it's Wild and Wacky Wednesday, presented by JJ's Barbecue. So, wild and wacky it is. We'll give you all the weirdest and wildest news from across the world, all on segment six of the show, which is the final segment around ten forty-eight ish. So, stick around. Plenty of great, um, great stuff to talk about now. Before we get to the rundown today, let's hand out some hardware. What do you say? That'll work. Our Custom Stone Handlers, I'm sorry, our Into Win Life Team of the Week, presented by Custom Stone Handlers. Uh, you talked me into this one with a um, couple of big wins last week, and they have continued to roll is Columbia Central Boys Soccer really having a strong start to their season. 6 and 0. They've outscored their opponents 20 to 2. So, Dane Holly has really um 
been a wall in goal for the Lions. They defeated Spring Hill last week 3-1 to one, um, in their final match before they went on spring break. And so, again, 6-0 and on the year, undefeated in district play, um, getting some great play up front from Brewer Wall and Victor Ramirez, among others, and very deserving of our end-to-win team of the week. The Columbia Central Lions soccer team. There you go. Our Covenant Technology Player of the Week, we'll talk about him later in this show, is Santa Fe baseball player, pitcher, um, Carter Seltz. Yeah. So, Carter, congratulations to that young man. Uh, he had a great week last week and is off to another great week this week. Kept it going. Kept yeah. it going. Um,. The Patio West Scholar Athlete of the Week. This one is going to go to Mount Pleasant softball player Kylie Brewer. She is a junior, but she holds a 4.0 GPA. She's top five in her class, a 27 composite on the ACT, and she's a member of the volleyball team in Beta Club, FCCLA, and HOSA. I guess that's HOSA. I don't know what that uh, is. Um, Health something or other. Health... You tell us, Coach. Health Occupation Services Association. So she's going to be a nurse. Yes. (laughs) Nurse, uh, med tech. Yeah, something like uh, that. X-ray technicians, medical technicians, somewhere somewhere along those lines. Gotcha. All right. And we have a new award this week, but we didn't really decide who to give it to just yet. So it's going to be a surprise to all of us when we give it out. (laughs) The Coach's Corner. Uh, Coach of the Week, Coach's Corner up in Spring Hill on Port Royal Road. Um, we're just going to – first coach that comes to your mind. Russ Adcox. Zion Russ Christian. Adcox. Zion Christian Softball. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Russ Adcox is our Coach's Corner Coach of the Week. They had a really good week, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been scoring a lot of points. Or it runs. Thank points. you. Oh, oh, They've been scoring a lot of uh, runs recently. Oh, dude. Um, and, and that ball was out of bounds, huh? Yes, it was, as a matter of fact. Listen, you've seen me yawn twice on this show already. It's obvious my mind is not here I yet. guess I just wouldn't think you'd really have to be awake to know that. I guess. Runs are runs. Runs are runs. Yeah. Come on now. Look, I don't know. <laughs> I'm half asleep still, apparently. Anyway, Russ Adcock, Zion Christian, uh, is our Coach's Corner Coach of the Week, and he will get a gift card to Coach's Corner. So, congratulations, uh, Coach Adcox. Now, we can get to today's rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. This is The Rundown. In baseball action on Tuesday, Coffee County defeated Franklin County 6-5, also Lincoln County 9, Columbia Central 1, Lawrence County 5, Tullahoma 4, all in District 8 AAA action. Um, Moore County defeated Eagleville 6-5, Santa Fe with a 15-0 win at Cullioca, Richland 8, Mount Pleasant 1. In AA action, it was Fairview 11, Hickman County 1. In 11 AAA action, a no-hitter from Will Tobin allowed Independence to get a one nothing win over Dixon County. Ravenwood defeated Centennial 11-4. Summit a 10-6 winner over Spring Hill. Uh, back to AA action. It's Marshall County 10, 4-6. And Nolensville 4, Community 3. 
and in Division Two, District Three, Columbia Academy eleven, Franklin Road Academy one, Zion Christian also an eleven to one winner, but over Providence Christian. In softball on Tuesday, Zion Christian 18, Riverside Christian nothing. It was Coffee County 9, Columbia Central 2. Lincoln County defeated Shelbyville 12 3. Moore County defeated Cascade 12 4. And Forest over Murfreesboro Central 7 1. Loretto fell to Wayne County 5 3. Marshall County blanked Community 10 0. Summertown a 16 1 win over Perry County. And Columbia Academy. A nice 8-1 to one win over Middle Tennessee Christian. In high school soccer on Tuesday, it was Community 5, Forest 4. Junior college hoops, Columbia State advanced to the state semifinals with an 87-66 win over Volunteer State. Junior college soccer, Columbia State's Lady Chargers opened the season with a 3-1 win over Motlow State. Today's schedule, it's a short one. In baseball action at 4 p.m., Summertown hosts Union City, and at 6 p.m., Columbia Central hosts Lincoln County, and that's it for your rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to Columbia State men's basketball coach Winston Neal on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Glad to have you here on this Wednesday edition of the show. 25 minutes past the top of the hour on Wednesday, on Hump Day, which basically means that it's time for our second segment of each Wednesday brought to you by our friends at From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. It is Coach's Corner. And we are excited because Renee Hart and her f- folks out there are always cooking up something delicious. So make sure to go see Renee. Uh, as if you are going to Henry Horton, it's right before you get there. So. Just stop off on your way into the, the state park, grab you a burger or one of her delicious desserts, and thank us later. 
It's from the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Proud sponsor of Coach's Corner. Now, we welcome in on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, Columbia State men's basketball coach Winston Neal coming off a big win in the quarterfinals of the TCCAA <laughs> tournament. Uh, coach, welcome into the show, and congratulations for last night. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to have you, Coach. Hey, um, 87-66 win last night over Volunteer State over at the Webster Athletic Center. Sets up another matchup with Southwest Tennessee in the the division finals, the conference semifinals, however you care to refer to it, I guess, but basically just one step closer to you guys getting on a bus and going out to Hutchinson, Kansas. Again. Yes, sir. <laughs> no, no, that's the you know, – well, technically we never got on the bus. We were close last year, but uh, – so, yeah, no, we, we would love to take that trip to Hutch, but it's, you know, it's, it's one step at a time, one day at a time. Uh, our goal is to go one and out every day so today we're trying to go one and oh tomorrow we'll do the same thing so uh, obviously southwest is very talented uh, they've got a tremendous uh group of guards a uh, tremendous group of just athletes um they're, they're very good uh obviously we we played them four times this year we beat them three uh they got us once and uh we need to bring our a game yeah, before we get too much into that game really balanced effort offensively for you guys last night. It, it's hard for me to fathom you scoring 87 points and nobody scoring more than 12 individually, but J- uh, Jamari Bostic mm-hmm. with a 12-point performance for you last night. Um, I would I would think that's one of the things that makes you guys so dangerous. Oh, it, you know, once again, it, and, and Maurice, this is where, you know, and, and we've talked about it, I've learned over the years, you know, you've got to build your team for tournament time. Um, and we have a tremendous amount of depth, and that is by design. Uh, we go 12 deep. Uh, we've got 12 guys that on any given night can bring something to the table and help you win ball games. and that is extremely important to me. And this time of year it matters because their guys are going to have off nights. In fact, I think our starting five outside of Jamari, and even Jamari didn't have a great game last night, uh, I thought our starting five was not very good at all. Uh, but our second string guys, we're absolutely fabulous off the bench. Um, you know that that's what you need uh, when you know when somebody has a you know somebody has a bad night. We have other guys that can pick them up, and you know can, we can maintain our level of consistency. So you know once again that's that's by design and recruiting. We recruit like that. Um, we build our team like that to have that depth, to have that luxury because I think this time of year that really pays off. Yeah, coach. You talk about that second group, Xavier Griffith with a double-double last night, uh, 10 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, Treek Williams had 11 points and 10 rebounds, so a couple of double-doubles there for, for your guys. Uh, obviously, Vol State, especially once they lost their big man to an ankle injury in that late in the first half, that they really just didn't have a whole lot that they could counter with uh, your size inside. You guys are just absolutely huge. You've got a bunch of grown men on that team. And once again, that's by design. Um, I've I've always said, listen, the bigger you are, the better chance you have of winning. Um, You know, you you look at – and I I got that from Leonard Hamilton down at FSU, and those guys, they recruit size. Uh, We're going to be bigger than you. We're going to be longer than you. We're going to be stronger than you. We're going to be more athletic than you. 
Uh, and you see teams that have had success, particularly Baylor, even Gonzaga. They are all very big teams. Um, the bigger you are, the better chance you have of winning. Um, you know, I, I still believe, you know, even in the analytics world that, you know, the team that makes the most layups, the team that's best on the glass, gives themselves a chance to win, no matter how well you shoot it. And credit Ball State. Ball State has a trio of really good guards. Um, you know, they, they kept it close by making jump shots. Uh, they have a – I mean, they really can shoot the basketball. Um, but, you know, credit our defense. Uh, you know, that, that Ball State team, I think, averages close to 90 points a game. You hold them to 66, you're doing something very well defensively. You know, Winston, there's big – and then there's Malik Oates and, and Xavier Griffith. How how do you keep those guys off the football field? You know, it, it, and those guys aren't our biggest guys. Uh, Jatavian Johnson, who is uh, redshirting this year, uh, is bigger than both those guys hmm. in terms of size. Um, you know, once once again, we we recruit like that, and I I sometimes I wonder how those guys, their football coaches, didn't snag them up because they have the girth, girth, they have the size, they have the strength. To play multiple sports. Well, you got to be. I, I'm, I'm sure you're happy that they chose your sport, but um, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, Southwest Tennessee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know any other way to say it. There's no love lost, is there? There isn't. Uh, <laughs> you know, they they uh, you know when, when they beat us when they beat us at their place. Uh, they made a last-second shot or last-second layup at the buzzer. Uh, we were up one. They made a layup to win by one. Uh, there was some things said, some uh, gestures made to us that did not sit very well. Uh, obviously, they are a very good basketball team. We're a very good basketball team, um, and and we have both teams have very competitive um, players. So when you get that, you absolutely are going to have. Uh, a very high-spirited game, and we have to keep our heads. We have to focus on what we do, uh, stick to our game plan, and if we do that, I, I feel like we have a very good chance to win the game. How much is it hurting Tony Sparkman to not play in this game Thursday night? Oh, I know it's killing him. <laughs> I know it's absolutely killing him. You know, I mean, and, and, and everybody talks about how, how big we are, and, you know, we have Tony sitting out, and Tony's six six, you know, 220. Uh, Trey Jones sitting out this year. Uh, he's 6'4", 215. Uh, you know, we've got Clevis Craig, who's 6'10", you know, 225. Jatavian Johnson, that's 6'5", you know, 230. Um, you know, I, I always laugh. Like, we're, we're, we're always constantly trying to get bigger and better at the end of the day. So, you know, I, I know I know Tony is – I know Tony would love to be have an impact even from the sidelines. <laughs> I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. Coach, uh, oh, go ahead. Coach, you, you mentioned being bigger and getting rebounds. I was always told when uh, you know that the team that wins the rebounding battle is going to typically win the game. You mm-hmm. are. Number two in the country in rebounds per game with 48.5. Last night pulled down 68 rebounds, 30 of which on the offensive end. That is a recipe for success anytime. But how in the world do you get 68 rebounds in a game? That's in, that's insane. 
that's by design. Um, you know, uh, Superior uh, coaching. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. There, there's, you know, about three years ago, I sat down and, and, and kind of drew up, you know, how I wanted to coach, how, you know, what, what does it take to win a championship? You know, and for me, one of those things was, hey, look, you've got to be really good on the glass. And we work on rebounding every single day whether it be individual workouts, whether it be in practice. I mean, we are going at it on the glass. Our goal is to be the best uh, rebounding team in the country. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, we have been top five in the country pretty much every year I've been here. Um, and that's something that you know, when you rebound the ball well, when you defend well, you give yourself the best chance to win. Whether you, you know, everybody talks about def- you know, defense traveling. Well, rebounds, rebounding travels as well. So if you can defend, if you can rebound, you, you're giving yourself a shot to win every game you play. Um, whether you have a good night, bad night on the offensive end, uh, if you rebound the ball, if you defend, you give yourself a chance to win. And for us, that's what we're all about. Um, and we, we literally work on – we spend about anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes a day uh, working on our rebounding. And it, it, it pays off. It pays off. Getting away from that and into the some of the prettier aspects of your game, is there anything more certain than a Jamari Bostic corner three? Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty, and it I mean, it is it is a thing of beauty. Um, it, I don't, I've never seen anybody do it better than him. Uh, you know, just sliding over the corner, and I'm I'm still shocked that people are leaving him open. Over exactly, there. Um, you know, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's two years of this. Um, I mean, you you, you know, I mean, you know that. I mean, he he can make that, and you know, quite frankly, we're going to put him in situations where he can be successful. So uh, we're going to spot him up over there. I, you know, hey, listen. I hope people keep keep leaving open. I hope he keeps making threes, and we will take them all all day. We will take them all day. It, it's just amazing to me, like you said, that that he still gets that open look this deep into his Columbia State career, when you're playing against folks that you've played with regularity. In- yeah, no, especially especially this year. I mean, and it's, and it's funny, Maurice, with the schedule the way it is, you're playing a team four times. You know, at this point, we played Volunteer State five times this year. Uh, when I walk into this, and when I walk into the film room and we start going over a scout report, all my guys look at me like, Coach, we, really? we know exactly what this guy does. Really? Coach, we, are we, we, are we know doing what this? They do. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, and my response is yes. So we we don't <laughs> don't forget, um, you know, and that's uh, you know, it, it, you know, I mean, we we know what guys like to do. I'm sure everybody else knows what they like to do. So it, it still surprises me, um, you know. But the, the truth be told, Maurice, that's a credit to the rest of our team mm-hmm. because you know early on in the year. They were face guarding Jamari and taking him away, and they thought, you know, most teams thought that was the best best chance of them beating us was to take away his threes. And you saw our inside game, you know, really flourish. And now they can't. Now everybody's sagging in, taking away Chris Nix, Malik Oates, Xavier Griffith, you know, Tariq Williams. They're trying to take those guys away, and suddenly that's opening up a lot of stuff for Jamari. And you know, credit to Jamari for taking advantage of it. You know, and that's, you know, that, that's, you can tell people initially were taking him away. Now, suddenly, he's getting a lot more open looks now than he ever did 
you know, the first month, month and a half of the season. Mm-hmm. When I spoke with uh, Vol State coach Rusty Melvin last night, uh, he he mentioned that, you know, Jamari is kind of the guy, kind of the glue guy as well. Not only is he a prolific scorer and, and really kind of leads the team in statistics, but he's also a guy that he kind of brings the team together and, and puts their puts them in a position and a headspace to win as well. Mm, no, and, and you know there were there were times it, it, we go as Jamari goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that's you know most of the times when your 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 team goes as your best player goes, and you know particularly Jamari, I, I thought some of the struggles last night with the first team was because Jamari struggled, uh, just mm-hmm. struggled defensively, just struggled uh, position wise, being in the right spot, um, and when when he got it turned around, uh, particularly in the second half, you saw everybody else really start it started kicking in and there there were you know a stretch of about three minutes there was that was absolutely fantastic and once again we go as he goes and that's you know but that's that's the way it goes with most yeah, teams he, you go he as got, your best player goes he got a couple of second chance points right before the half that that mm-hmm. got you from 32 29 to 38 29 at, at the break and you know mm-hmm. just the fact that he felt compelled to I guess hustle more maybe get on the boards a little more play a little bit harder to get you guys to that point that that really lifts the spirits of that team and lifts your your guys performance no and and that's that's what everybody you know everybody terms Jamari as a shooter but I mean he is an absolutely fantastic rebounder Mm -hmm. uh you want to talk about somebody that you know (laughs) that could have played football I mean he he had offers from Memphis out of high school to play football you know, I mean, he's got that body. Uh, yes, he does shoot the ball, but man, he comes in there and he'll go get offense rebounds. He'll go get defensive rebounds. Uh, he's physical. He he's a lot more than just a shooter. Uh, I know the shooting stats stand out the most, but he really is an all-around player. That is that. I mean, he's carried us at times this year, um, and that's just a testament to what a great player he really is. Visiting on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Columbia State men's basketball coach Winston Neal here at Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Um, Again, C-State hosts Southwest Tennessee Thursday night, 6 o'clock at the Web, the Webster Athletic Center. Um, Unfortunately, no fans will be allowed. Uh, Coach, what impact has that had? on y'all's performance this year. Obviously, it's not been negative, but, I mean, I would imagine when you've got a team like this, you'd really love for folks to have been able to see them. Uh, absolutely, because I think, you know, when you're building a program, and, you know, particularly in the area we're in, where you want the community to support you, you want to, you know, put your best foot forward for the community, because we are a community college. And, you know, you want people to be able to see the games. You want people to be able to, you know, get to know the team. I mean, we have some phenomenal young men on our basketball team. They don't come any better than Chris Nix or Jamari Bostic. They really don't. Uh, the more people you can have that, you know, can meet these young men, they're such a great – they're such great role models for, you know, younger generations coming up. They, they represent the school so well. You know, you want people to be able to see them in person, to get to know them, 
to have a feel for them because they are absolutely phenomenal young men. And that in itself hurts because you want people to see your team. You want them to enjoy, you know, the run we're on. Um, and, and that's, you know, but that's part of COVID right now. And, you know, it's, it's been challenging. Uh, I've been extremely proud of our team in general, you know, bringing a ton of energy to the games, um, you know, being fired up for games, you know, being into games. I think our bench does a great job of, you know, chanting, of talking, of cheering them on. And you can feel that energy throughout, you know, the whole arena. Uh, because there's nobody else there, so you kind of echo. Um, and it's been challenging, but I've been very proud of our guys for how they've handled it. Challenging indeed, but it's worked out. <laughs> it's a, exactly. So, exactly. We'll take it. We'll take it. And your team is just one step closer to semifinals in the TCCAA tournament on Thursday at the web. Uh, it is available on um, – what, what is Tennessee it? Sports Net? TSN, yeah. Yep. You can watch it on yep. YouTube. Uh, yep. Or you can and you can find full coverage of it on sm-tnsports.com following the game with photos and more. Uh, it will be a lot of fun. We look forward to getting out there and continuing coverage of your team, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you all very much. All right. That's Coach Winston Neal on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline and Coach's Corner, brought to you by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. His team is very good, and it's a pleasure to watch. So if you get a chance to do it, you probably should. Um, very, very good basketball team. And I, I, I'm looking forward to them going to, to to the national tournament. I think that they have the opportunity. And uh, Coach Rusty Melvin last night, he said, this team was built to go to the national tournament. Winston built that team by design. <laughs> To go to the national tournament. There you go. So there you go. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, some high school games that happened yesterday. Uh, we went out to a couple of baseball games. We've got more uh, to talk about, and we'll give you some of the top performers uh, of the day when we come right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Welcome back into the show. 12 minutes to the top of the hour here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Happy to have you here with us on the show. WKOM 101.7 FM every weekday, 9 to, f- 9 to 11, not 9 to 5. Oh, good Lord. Uh, no. Although, I will say this. <laughs> so, I was I was watching a video last night that said, if March, uh, 
or if, if May 4th is Star Wars Day, right? May the 4th be with you. And there was another day that uh, that apparently has some sort of significance. I don't remember what it is. They said that September 25th should be um, Dolly Parton Day because it's 925. So mm. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Dolly Parton Day on 925. I mean, if anybody deserves a day, it's her. That is true. So anyway. Thought that was interesting. Um, a lot of great high school sports yesterday, especially considering it was it it, it is spring break uh, around Murray County. So, if you are traveling on vacation, today's probably the day you're going to do it because I think a lot of a lot of teams are done for the week. Mm-hmm. Um. But be careful on 65s, all I can tell you. Don't get caught up like I did. I think it's pretty inevitable. Jeez. Take 31 as far as you can. <laughs> Trust me. Now they also announced that Saturn Parkway is going to be messed up for a while, too. So, so. between 8.30 and 3.30, they are paving Saturn Parkway. Yeah. So, there's that. Um which means when we leave here today, we may have to find some back routes to Port Royal Road. And Are there any? No. So there you go. I mean, there is one, but like it's it's thirty seven turns. So is it one of those places you can't get there from you, here? You got to go somewhere. You got to go somewhere and else and come back. Yeah, you got to go somewhere else and start. So anyway, um, yesterday no hitter from Carter Seltz. We told you also no hit, no, uh, no hit Hampshire, not no hit, no Hampshire (laughs) or New Hampshire, either one, no hit Hampshire last week, uh, followed it up with a no hitter yesterday in the matinee action over at Kalioka, uh, in a 15, nothing win for his Wildcats over the Warrior Devils. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, they have quietly put together a nice little pitching staff out there. Josh Martin had a great start in the opening um, game of the series against Hampshire last week, struck out nine in a 14-1 victory. And, you know, Santa Fe is now 4-0 and in the district. Um, kind of looking forward to their matchup with, with Richland, who has kind of emerged along with Santa Fe. They are pretty much one and two or one and one a, however you want to look at them right now. Um, and I should know when they play. And if I dug deep enough into my pile of dead trees, I could probably find it, but I'm not going to right now. <laughs> Your pile of dead trees. But, um, but yeah, uh, that's obviously that's going to be a series worth keeping an eye on when those two do meet. Yeah, uh, it certainly will. Um, so, big day yesterday for the Wildcats. They uh, had a couple of solid uh, trips to the plate as well. Um, yeah, um, Peyton Wilhelm had a pretty good day for him offensively. Um, 
you know, Colton Stewart at the top of the order as well. And, and both those guys are kind of their non-district starters as well. But, yeah, they, um, they've got a number of sticks up and down that lineup, finished with 10 hits. A lot of left-handers, like yeah. two or three mm-hmm. left-handed hitters. Um, 10 hits on the day yesterday against Kalioka. Um Logan Wilkins with a two-run single. Um, Wilhelm with a double to um, to key a rally for him in the third there. And just up and down the lineup, they've, they've got some sticks. Ryan Seltz in the nine hole, Carter's younger brother, did some damage as well. So they um, this may be as good a team, and certainly Rip Baxter said it's the best pitching staff that he's had since he's been there and this this and that's the most important thing in class a ball yeah is having some enough arms. pitchers yeah i mean a lot of folks have one or two uh, we're not talking about loretta and summertown but you know the typical class a teams maybe have one or two arms these guys have four or five he said that they yeah. feel comfortable going to and and that's the key particularly as you get deeper into the season and as you start to approach and 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 consider postseason play, and uh, speaking of District Ten A and Richland, you were out there last night as well. I was out there last night, and frustrating game if you're a Mount Pleasant fan. To be honest, uh, Richland ends up winning the game eight one. Mount Pleasant loads the bases with no outs in the first inning. Mm. Does not score. Sounds like the Braves. Mm. We won't talk about that right now. Or at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, loads of bases. Troy Hughes makes a pitching change. Does not wait. He's no. he's no Brian Snitker. <laughs> There's that. But no. Um, an infield error, two walks. Here comes Troy Hughes, and he's got a hook with him. You know, makes a change. They get three straight strikeouts to um, put that out. They score in the bottom of the inning. Score four more in the third and, and kind of pull away. Mount Pleasant left them loaded that inning, left them loaded again um, in the fourth, I think it was, when they did score their one one run. But um, just missed opportunities offensively. Um, Kennedy Mathis said we did not have competitive at-bats. And it, uh, he couldn't argue with him. So 8-1 Mount Pleasant lost there. Um Starting four freshmen. Yeah. Not trying to make any excuses for anybody, but that's a Richland team that has got some experience and and apparently Hughes knows his pitchers. I mean There you go. It's like, okay, this this guy has given up two walks and an error to start the game. Maybe it's not gonna get any better. Maybe we do something else. Maybe we don't let him work out of it, you know. So, um, and it got them a win, and it got them a sweep of the series in District 10A play. So There's another the, part of the strategy that he's very good at doing is, is knowing his pitch, pitch count, count situation where if he realizes, hey, this pitcher doesn't have it today, I'm not going to waste pitches letting him work his mm, way out of and, it. And that's a thing. And that's he can a come comp- back tomorrow or he can come back the next day because he's got a short number of pitches. That's a component at the high school level that sometimes gets lost because we've only had pitch counts for, what, four years? Yeah, maybe? not long. And so, you know, 
the coaches who have done better at adapting to that, like you said, like like a Troy Hughes, okay, we're we're not going to waste another thirty or forty pitches and waste a day with this guy trying to or find two. it. Let's let's just get him out of here and get him back out here when we play again, and we'll. You Which know, becomes even more important as you get later in the season with the rainouts and you start having to stack games on top of each other. That pitching staff now, if you can main, if you can limit pitches when when things aren't working, you've got a chance to come back and fight again. There you go. <laughs> Lose a battle, win a war. Well, Richland did both. They won the battle and they're <laughs> trying to win the war as well. So yeah, big win for them. Um, real quick, Bryant Baranek sat down 13 of Franklin Rhodes hitters on Tuesday on strikes. Um, six innings, one run on two hits. Max Ballard had a four for four day at the plate, uh, with four ribbies. Uh, he and Kavars tears, both, uh, Kavars tears, both had home runs. Tanner Ham had three hits, two RBIs and two runs scored. Uh, for Summit, Alex Runk had four runs. He drove in four runs. He had a sack fly and a bases clearing double let's go back to so. the ut signee real quick Kavaris tears I'll read some numbers to you he homered yesterday it's his fifth of the year he's hitting 465 five home runs 26 ribs 23 runs scored six of eight on stolen base attempts oh and on the mound he's three and one with a 2.26 era and 46 strikeouts in what in 21 and two thirds innings um not bad not bad luke perko pitched to jim yesterday for zion christian helped himself at the plate perko was two for four with three rbis in the win he also pitched five innings gave up no earned runs on just three hits jackson hughes was three for three and had three rbis for the eagles uh will tobin as we told you earlier pitched a no hitter and uh plenty more on that uh we don't have time for it so uh, baseball roundup, softball roundup on the website, sm-tnsports.com. Go check it out. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, former Vandy women's basketball coach Stephanie White on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. 